Hey there, Kimberly Olson here, also known as the Gold Digger Girl. I'm a best-selling author, self-made millionaire, top recruiter, network marketing coach, and branding ninja on a mission to inspire you to get lit in your business and set your soul on fire. Join us as we dive into the action-oriented strategies that are going to allow you to scale your online business and create simple systems that duplicate. Let's get started. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Gold Digger Girl. My name is Kimberly Olson. I'm so excited to be back here with you because I have a special guest today, Amy Pamensky. Hey, Amy, how's it going? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> oh, I'm so thankful. I actually did not know you before we booked this. And when I was reading your bio and your website, all the things, I'm like, of course. Like, we were just like divinely connected because we were so aligned on the way we believe, you know, uh, how women can just turn into who they are and really tap into that confidence. And it's just such a huge area of struggle for my audience. So I would, I'm excited to talk to you, but I'd also love to bring our listeners up to speed if you're potentially new to them. Can you tell everyone a little bit about you, like who you are, what got you into entrepreneurship? And then obviously we'll, we'll dive into this topic and this concept. Yeah. Amazing. So hello to everyone who I haven't met yet. Um, I go by Amy Natalie and I, um, am a entrepreneur. I'm a coach. Um, I am a, uh, intuitive mindset coach is really the basis of my work. And I got into this work through my own health challenges, my own mental health and physical health challenges that I was experiencing. And so really started my entrepreneurial journey um, because I wanted to help others because I experienced a lot of healing and growth in my own life and where I, I wanted to give that away. I wanted to support others and a little more backstory to that. My dad's an entrepreneur. I went to school for business entrepreneurship, even though I had no idea if I wanted to start a business, it was kind of like that default of like, I don't really know who I am. I don't really know what I want to do. <laughs> like do this that. feels pretty broad. So I'll do that. Um, and I think, you know, I'm really grateful that I had some, some learnings in entrepreneurship through school and really you learn how to run a business through running a business. So, right. um, <laughs> so true. yeah, so to go a little bit deeper, um, my journey started with digestive issues, difficulty with hormone imbalances and really struggling with depression. I, I think I first started to recognize that I had depression when I was 18 years old and just had a lot of negative self-talk, um, really didn't feel hopeful, constantly comparing myself and just really didn't feel a lot of joy, didn't experience a lot of joy. And through that path of going through my healing journey, my physical health, I decided to become a nutritionist and wanted to support other women with their health and their healing. And as I started to work with women, I started to see that there were so many deeper layers other than just what to eat and how to eat. And really that we are emotional beings, we are spiritual beings, and that we are much more complex than just following, you know, the rules or following the guidelines. So it was through my professional experience of working with women and really wanting to support them in a deeper way to change their habits, to change their lifestyle, to feel happier and healthier, to get the results that they want. Um, along with my own journey with depression and anxiety, I found myself at the age of uh, 27 married, uh, with a house and with all, you know, the, the check boxes, uh, you know, owned my own business. I was married and I had, we had a dog and everything looked perfect. And I kept wondering like, why am I so unhappy? Why do I feel so unfulfilled? Like what's wrong with me? And 
through that, I went through what we would call a spiritual awakening where I started to see that I wasn't really a victim to my life and that it didn't have to be this way. And that there were actually ways that I could transform my mindset, transform my mental health and went on my own spiritual journey to really learn how to do that. And in that work and with the work that my clients, I just had a radical transformation in my life, completely changed my lifestyle. I ended up getting divorced, which was such a challenging and painful process to, for the first time in my life, like listen to my truth and trust myself and know what I want and go after what I want and really become the woman who, who I've become today, the entrepreneur, the coach. And, um, I would say like teacher is really the role that I play with my clients. Cause I believe that everyone really does have the answers within and sometimes just seeing it from a different perspective helps to unlock, uh, what's already there. Absolutely. Oh my word. We have so much in common. I, my undergrad is business management and marketing. And mm-hmm. then I became a nutritionist after having a lot of health issues, Oh wow. Like, <laughs> a younger version of me. Uh, <laughs> and I love that because, um, I went through something similar in my twenties too, and, you know, had to leave uh, a relationship. And the reason why I was in it for so long is because I wasn't trusting myself and I was afraid to do that because then I would be on my own. And what would I do? And how would I mow the lawn? And like all these freaking things that just hold us in this place. And when you talked about, you know, not being a victim and taking control, like when I talk to women and they want to start their business or they're trying to grow it and it's not growing as fast as they want. And then, you know, their spouse is like, well, what are you even doing? And I'm like, that's not, that's not okay. Like you have every right to go after this dream. You have every right to keep working on it and develop the skills and all of that take back control. You know, if you're not feeling good about something, then let's go figure out the hormone imbalance. Let's go like fill our body with some good stuff so we can have the energy to go create what we want. Like that's so magical. So intuitive mindset coach, talk to us a little bit about intuition, especially for those that haven't been listening to it. Because for me, I, it's very strong now, but that took a long time to get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you talk a little yeah. bit about that? Yeah, I would love to talk about this because I believe that our intuition is our superpower. And, you know, every single day we are faced with decisions, whether it's what to eat, what to wear, um, whether we should move forward with a business opportunity, whether we say yes or no to being on a podcast, whether we accept a client, um, we really have all of these decisions that we can make. And when you are connected to your intuition, I call it, it's the voice of your soul. It's your inner GPS. It's your deep, authentic, true knowing. And most people and how we're programmed in our upbringing and the way that we look at the world, we often make fear-based decisions. We make decisions based on logic. We may make decisions based on the mind. Now, as an entrepreneur, if you're constantly making decisions that are safe, that are well, you know, uh, calculated down to the very penny, um, you're not going to get very far because it, it's really going to keep you limited in your ability to expand and grow and believe what's possible for you. So where intuition comes in, it's that it's a little whisper. It's the, the, the knowing of what's right for you. It's what feels good. It's what feels expansive. It's what feels true and alive for you. And oftentimes we're scared to listen to that because our intuition guides us in a direction that 
is out of our comfort zone. It's usually what most people won't do. It's guiding you in a, in a direction of what you're most passionate about, what you feel, uh, most, uh, most connected to in your life. And the way that I invite anyone who's listening, who doesn't feel connected to your intuition, how you can get more connected to it is creating space to get quiet. And for me, the way that I deepen my intuition and continue to strengthen it is through a daily meditation practice. And even if you just start with five minutes a day, that's a really great place to start. Um, And if you want to do a guided meditation, that's totally fine. It doesn't need to be completely silent, but intuition speaks to us, is speaking to us all the time. It's just that most people aren't listening. So whether you do a guided meditation or you create space to go out in nature, get, have time or create space to get quiet with yourself instead of being in the doing, which most entrepreneurs and moms are often in the go, 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 do, do, do. And then we're wondering like, wait, I'm doing all these things, but why am I not happy? Why am I not fulfilled? Why do I not feel joyful? And it's because we're ignoring those small whispers that are actually guiding you towards what, what feels good for you. So yeah, really starting with getting quiet and, and there, there isn't a magic formula to it. I teach women how to listen to their intuition, but I would say that's a, that's a really beautiful place to start is just creating space to, to be with your soul and to be with yourself. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And especially now with like social media and everyone listening, they're pretty much my entire audience is on social for their businesses. There's a lot of notifications going off and, you know, you got to get messenger and you got to go post and all these things. But what I've noticed is one, you never, you never finish the day feeling like you won because you're just in this masculine energy all day of go, 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 do, 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 like you said. And also as a mom, like you're juggling multiple, there's multiple plates in the air that you're spinning, I should say. And it, it really doesn't ever feel like you won the day. You know, you're not like, yeah, high five. I mean, sometimes you're like, I kept him alive for a whole day, but like, it's not like, you know, where you're like, wow, because the list never ends, but it's also this like wound up, just go, go, go. And I think that like, I struggled with alcohol a long time ago. I don't anymore, but that was because I was so wound up every day. Like it was just like, you know, and I needed a little release. And I think that's why people maybe engage in habits that are not good um, or they self-sabotage or procrastinate on working on their businesses at night because they're just so wound up from the day, you know, and feminine frequency is the name of your podcast and feminine frequency, right? Yeah, you and got it. I love that because when you really stop to think, you guys, as you're listening or watching this, when's the last time you tapped into your feminine frequency? Like we are not supposed to be like that all the time. Go, go, go. And that's why we feel depleted. That's why we feel run down. That's also why I bet almost all of you have physical ailments of some sort because mm-hmm. energy is stored, emotions are stored in ourselves. And if we are operating from this place of go, 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 drive, 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 like we're gonna feel the ramifications of that. So can you share a little bit, Amy, with the difference between feminine and masculine energy or just action and how going into this place of, of being feminine and getting quiet or just kind of listening to your soul, soul, like you said, how it actually helps you to be more productive, more joyful, being aligned with what you actually want versus what you think you should be doing. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So the masculine energy, I think is the easiest to describe because most people are so familiar with it. And I really want to emphasize that masculine doesn't mean male and feminine doesn't mean female. It can be kind of confusing, but as I explain it, just stick with me and it'll make sense. So 
as women, we are more feminine essenced beings. We are meant to operate more in our feminine than our masculine. Each woman depends. We have our different scales of what, what feels best for us. However, we're not meant to be predominantly in our masculine energy all the time. The masculine energy, like you said, is the doing it's the action. It's the, uh, go, go, go. It's the, uh, structured it's focused and that's it's linear. That's the masculine energy. The feminine energy is flow. It's creativity. It's nourishment. It's intuition. Um, it's being in your body instead of being in your mind all the time and it's connection to life. So I love to describe the feminine energy as life force energy. And if we're constantly just in the doing, we're going to be human doings versus experiencing life as a alive, um, energized human being. So if you are constantly feeling, uh, like you're going through the motions, you're dragging your feet, you're, um, just kind of like feeling the energy of, of not feeling lit up in your life. It's likely that you're not connected to your feminine energy. And it's not to say that you need to be in your feminine all the time because we need the masculine energy. We need to take action. We need to have some structure. However, if we're only operating in that place, we actually block a lot of the flow, the ideas, the synchronicities, the magic that is available to us throughout the day. And those happen through creating space in your day instead of like booking your schedule like all day long. I feel so much better and I'm able to be so much more present and in my body when I create space in my calendar and I don't pack it from like, you know, the entire day. So that's one place that you can start is just even looking at, okay, do I create space to breathe and to nourish myself and to like have creative time in my business. Right. And some people are probably like, well, if I did that, then I wouldn't be productive and I'm not going to get as much done. And it's like, you're actually going to get a lot more done because you're going to be present. You're going to be energized. You're going to enjoy what you're doing. Um, and you're going to feel more alive and everything flows more easily versus this pushing and forcing and resistance that comes up. And, um, you're also just going to feel so much better while you're doing all the things that you want to do. Oh, amen. Like that's, that's the gold right there. And when you create space, you know, in your schedule, just make sure there's gaps in there and you're not running from one thing to the next, like give yourself some transition time for sure. And I always say to people, like, do you have structured time where you designated a spot on your calendar to work on your business, not mm -hmm. in it? Because yes. if we're always every day, just in the daily grind, like we're not actually looking to say, do I even want to do this? Or we're not really allowing space for the ideas to come. Like you said, I think that's really important. And I also think I get this a lot because a lot of the, the ladies are in network marketing, direct sales, where there's already kind of a roadmap of how to do it from maybe an upline or the company. And I tend to buck the system with pretty much everything I do. So we teach something totally different. We teach, you know, don't cold message, don't spam, don't be, you know, getting up in people's DMs that you don't know. We teach totally different, like offering value, slowing down. And we get a lot of resistance around that. Uplines are like, that's ridiculous. But this is the thing. You're an entrepreneur. You, you're in the driver's seat. Like you get to write the story however you want to. It's really a blank slate. But I think the thing that holds them back is the lack of confidence. 
Mm-hmm. And I also think that the reason why they're not trusting your intuition is like you said, they haven't gotten quiet to hear it, but I also think they're not trusting it. And I think that's from confidence. So I know you have a really great resource, um, activate your confidence. Can you talk a little bit about that? Cause I want to include that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I want to speak really quickly to what you just shared yeah. about, like, you know, doing it the way that you're supposed to do it versus doing what feels good for you and what feels authentic for you. When you're doing it in that way of authenticity to yourself, that's the frequency piece. When you're aligned, you, the when you do reach out to someone, they're far more likely to respond to you when it's coming from a place of authenticity. And when you're excited and inspired to reach out to them instead of just like, oh, I reached out to my 10 people today. Like I did it right. Yeah. And so the, the, the piece around like making sure that whatever you're doing is in alignment, it, it's going to make the other stuff that you're, fo- you've been focusing on actually work better. So I love that you included that. Um, so yeah, a little bit more on the confidence piece. So it's like, first, the step that we talked about is learning how to listen to your intuition and creating space for it. And the next is about taking aligned action. And there's so many reasons why the mind will hold you back from taking action. It will, you know, the, the stories around confidence is comparison, or I'm not good enough, or um, who am I to share this? Or who am I to do this? Or I don't know enough. There's so many different stories that your mind has learned over time that block you from shining your light, that block you from showing up as your authentic self, that block you from following what you feel is true. And so confidence is about building trust with yourself. It's also about building trust with the universe, with uh, with something greater, something outside of you. And that's really how I like to talk about confidence. So I love teaching about confidence and I put together a three video, three part video training. They're very short videos. And there's, I believe there's also handouts with them. I created it a little while ago, but (laughs) this is the system that I use with all of my clients specifically to support them in taking a look at that inner critic, that voice that tells you, you can't the one that tears you down, that blocks you from really going after your dreams. And if you feel like you're constantly getting stuck over and over again, and you keep procrastinating, or you keep pushing things off, it probably is more of a confidence issue than a strategy issue. So this training supports you in learning how to be aware of the thoughts that you're having, how to relate to those thoughts differently, and then how to take inspired action through changing your mindset and through feeling more confident within yourself. Awesome. That's amazing. Okay. Well, thank you for that gift. We'll put that below for you guys. And that's your homework is to go get that and watch the three-part video series. That'll be really helpful for everybody, no matter what level you're at with this. And where can people find you? Where do you hang out on social the most or where are you? Yeah. I feel like the answer for most people nowadays is uh, Instagram. (laughs) So you can find me on the gram. Uh, My handle is Amy Natalie Co. Co. Um, and come on over if, if this resonated with you today, come say hi. I always love hearing from listeners and hearing what your takeaways are, or just let me know, um, that you listened. And I would just love to connect with you over on Instagram. So come find me there. And that's where you can find the most up-to-date info. And then obviously the podcast, the feminine frequency podcast is also a great place for you to connect. Awesome. Okay, cool. 
That's fantastic. So if you're listening, take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast. And if you're on YouTube watching this, go ahead and take a picture of you watching us together and throw it in your stories and tag us. You can tag me at the Gold Digger Girl, tag Amy at, at Amy Natalie Co. Co. And we will give you shout outs and, and say thank you for that. So Amy, thank you so much for being on. I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. Yes. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Until next time, get lit in your business and set your soul on fire. This episode was brought to you by The Gold Digger Girl, the program that teaches you how to build the six-figure foundation for your business. If you want support from an experienced coach that's become a self-made millionaire, recently recognized as the number two recruiter globally in her network marketing company, she's helped countless others scale their online business and create simple systems that duplicate, all you have to do is email support over at The Gold Digger Girl. You'll see the option in the menu tab so we can find out best how to support you on your entrepreneurial journey.